Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The rest of the rest of the rest of. Welcome to the Working Hands Podcast. I'm Tony of Woodland Iron, and tonight I'm joined by Keith, and only Keith, of Blackthorn Concept. What's going on? I, like always, we'd like to start out this episode by thanking our sponsors. I'd like to take the time to thank Sabretooth. If you go to sabretooth.com and use code WH, you can save 10% on your carving burrs and discs. I use them, carve lots of stuff with them, uh, spoons, what have you. It's always It's always fun play around artistically with wood so check them out get into power carving if you're not already i'll take a minute to thank our sponsor maritime knife supply your one-stop shop for makers just uh actually having a little peruse over his website uh haven't been on it in a little bit but it's surprising even for someone that's been on it a fair bit is that uh, the amount of stuff like you've got abrasive steel handle material equipment tools and then other so other there is a ton of stuff on this website so have a look you can find them at maritimenicesupply.ca and .com and also to just mention his he is sponsoring the Great Lakes Knife Show in Goderick or Guderick I'm going to say this wrong every time Ontario which is coming up in August August yeah so it should be interesting yeah, it'd be fun. Um, someday I might go. Yeah, someday. You got to start making some knives, Tony. Yeah, that's why I didn't go to Blade. Well, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, you do. What's rattling around back there? Oh, that would be Scout. Scout. <laughs> that's Scout. So you're going to hear Scout a little bit tonight. He's he's out in the front room above me, so. Not a problem. He's He's a busy boy. Good. So speaking of busy, how was your weekend? My weekend was good. Very good. I went up to uh, good old East Dorm, New York, the home of uh, the Blackthorn and Jimmy DeResta. He had his annual DeResta Speedway DeResta Cart race thing. I don't know what the official name of it is. DeResta, DeResta, DeResta. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> oh, Jason 101. Keep mentioning Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, right. The uh, it was a lot of fun, a lot more fun than I thought. But a lot more people showed up than I thought would be there. At one point, it got a little overwhelming for me. It seemed busy, like from years past. I mean, he's all this what the third year for it. Yeah, I anticipated like maybe thirty people there. There was probably, and I didn't count how many people. Probably a hundred plus. Oh, really? Yeah. Seemed like quite a few carts, and then starting to see some uh, some count- bikes showing up. Yeah, I counted thirty seven vehicles. Wow. And I don't know that I counted them all. <laughs> uh, only because I counted like I think it was thirty seven. I counted some that were like in pit row. There's like a pit row. And, and there was some on the track, which was easy to count because they're spaced out. And then I was counting in pit row. But every time I turned around, like I went around because there's a build, like there's the parking lot building, and then track is like tucked in behind the building. So then I went out to where the people were hanging out, like where they had food and stuff. And there was a couple other people in the parking lot with different other vehicles. 
and then you go around the building and there's more vehicles. So I may have counted a couple twice or I may have not counted some, but I'm going to go with about 35. Oh, that's pretty good numbers though. I mean, for a single day event. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, some of these parts are pretty serious. They're not, uh, it's crazy what people do. It really is. I brought my little mini bike. There was a couple of mini bikes there. Um, I had seen, uh, I had seen a CT 70 there last year in one of the stories. So I was like, Oh, gives me a reason to get mine out. So I, I just went with that this year, but I think I want to build a cart for next year. Yeah. That looked like, uh, looked like fun. Yeah. I'd love to, I've always talked about building something like that. I mean, it's always kind of a fun little project to do. At one point in time, I thought about, it was before, like, the side-by-sides were big, like the Polaris Razors and stuff. Yeah. I was seriously contemplating building one because I was, I just wasn't, a, I'm not a fan of four-wheelers, so I wanted something oh, a little, back then, it really wasn't, uh, really wasn't an option. Yeah, it's fun. I, uh, my problem is if I build one, where am I going to keep it? That's the number one issue. Well, in that garage you're going to build. Like, come on. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Same as the garage I'm going to build someday, you know, just someday. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of carts that were like you buy a cart and you just have a go-kart and you bring it. That's fine. And they're cool. And then people were building their own or customizing their carts. Like, um, obviously, Clement's small engine repair. I forget what his account is, but. Everyone knows Clement's small engine. I don't know if it's small engine repair. It's Clement's small engine for sure. I don't know if the repair's in there or not. Yeah. When you type in Clement's, it comes up. Um, he brought, I think, three carts, uh, one for each of his kids, and then he had some dual motor crazy cart that he built, which was pretty intense. Um, but, yeah, Alchemist, uh, what, what is this thing, Alchemist? Well, 1970, uh, oh, yes. 1964. He yes. was the first guy I saw when I got there. Why can I not remember his name? I should know his name. Well, we've talked to him a thousand times. Chris. Chris Sullivan. Oh, the, why? I went to high school with Chris Sullivan. That's what, I, was, I knew there was a reason I should remember that name. Yeah. His cart's cool. He built it on a ladder. Yes, I saw that. That looked pretty cool. His whole frame is a ladder. That cart did really well all week, all all day. Nice. David Beckwith did finish his, and he got there with his whole custom scratch built. He built the frame. He built everything. Yeah, that's that's something for a woodworker to start start into the metalwork. Yeah, this weld. He had uh, suspension on the front and the rear, and it's like this. It almost like pivots at the like the frame kind of pivots in the back. Yep, I've seen that. That's yeah. so you can keep the. The shaft, the jack shaft, or the the drive chain, and yeah, the it's all rear, fixed. Yeah, they're all fixed, and then the the motor and everything pivots. Yeah, it's kind of cool. His cart looks awesome. I mean, he had finished it literally the night before, um, <laughs> and he had <laughs> just like the maker swap. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. And he had uh, he had put. Probably, I think, and I, I I don't know this for sure, probably the biggest motor Harbor Freight sells on the back of that thing. Oh, this really? thing was intense. Like, it just, it dwarfed the size of any of the other motors there. Um, yeah, I gotta look, I gotta look at that now. 
Yeah. And he wound up uh, hitting it pretty hard and he broke some, he broke some stuff. <laughs> but it's all fixable. So he's just going to continue to add to it every year and fix it up, make it cool. I mean, it's cool now, but you know what I mean. Uh, I, I'm going to miss some names of carts that were there, people that built them, because I didn't talk to everyone. So, But it it was a good time. Rojas had, uh, Rob Rojas brought his CT70, like my bike. That was fun. Yeah, that looked like, uh, his looked like it was in pretty good shape, too. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he doesn't have fuel shut off, so it was kind of leaking leaking gas so you had to put a cup under it but other than that it ran great yeah i was just looking at david's uh build here so trying to see the size of the motor without listening to it i'm sure he talks about it yeah i don't know looked like a pretty good build and you say he's gonna build on it every year because there's a lot of there's a lot of people that have done a new build every year i haven't seen too many do like a refinements over the i mean it's only been three years but yeah Mostly accurate had a couple there. Uh, he was building a wooden one, like full on wood frame, everything. Oh yeah. And he didn't finish it, but he brought it, and it, it's pretty cool looking. Being all wood built, it's like uh, construction lumber and like all thread or something. And uh, oh yeah, yeah. He just um, he got it all set up, frames done, wheels are on it and everything, but he didn't finish the steering yet. So he he didn't run it, but he brought it to show it off, which was pretty cool. So we propped it up on some tires right next to the track. It was pretty cool. Um, mostly accurate. Also brought in the um, he's got one that looks like a like a dune buggy, which was pretty wild. And it was sold out of some I think maybe the Sears Roebuck catalog. Um, it's all original except for the motor. The guy he got it from took the motor, but uh, it's it's a pretty cool fiberglass body. Looks like a dune buggy. That one was cool. Okay, I didn't think I see it. I saw that one at all. Somebody made and and I left at one point. Me and L- Lucas Dre and Matt. Oh, we left at one point because I was like, I don't do well with the heat, and I was sweltering hot. So we and it was real crowded. So we left for a little bit. Went over to see Austin at the Blackthorn. So I don't know if all these carts ran or not, but somebody made an electric trike. So like a like a bicycle wheel up front, yep. Um, like one of those electric hubs on the front, and then that thing it just looked menacing, just like chilling in pit row. It looked cool, but I never got to see that one run. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it was pretty wild though. It's a fun event. The turnout was amazing. Yeah, I was, I was honestly surprised with the see to hear it was that many people. Yeah, I didn't talk to everyone. I saw our buddy Viz there, though. Not oh, yes. I know a guy. Yeah, I was looking at his mug there the other day. Yeah. Pear, the pair that I had. Pear. <laughs> um, yeah, there. I mean, there was a lot of people. I can't. No, not if you got 100 people there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know everybody. Um, But, yeah, I'm sure you could figure out who was there just by watching all the reels and stories this past week. So. Yeah, they're starting to pop up a fair bit tonight. Seems like everybody got home, and now they're starting to get get their yeah get their cameras out or their phones out, I guess. And there was uh, a lot of people brought their kids, which was cool. Um, but like when I got I got there early, not like super early, but uh, I think it started at eleven. I rolled in 
before 11 and there wasn't anyone there yet except for alchemist and and mostly accurate and you get the bike down and i took a couple laps when nobody was there and then people started showing up so i i take the bike out and i start doing some laps and then these kids are out there and they're just like ripping it around in their go-kart like <laughs> no fear nothing i'm like i'm gonna park this thing yeah for now <laughs> The last thing I need to do is have a little fender bender with some kid on a go kart. That's, that's yeah. I just see like you see some of them were getting a little drift going. I could see them just drifting and they're just coming right underneath you and just click. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, no, it it was fun. And then um, obviously I left, and then when I got back, the kids were still out there. Like everyone was still like running all the carts and stuff. I think all day. And uh, there was a break in the thing, and there was one guy, and I caught his name, and now I forget it. Um, but he had like a little. It's not a. It's not a Pogue moped or something, but he had bought a moped, and he brought that. And uh, like actually, actually with the pedals, like no, I don't know if it had pedals. To be honest yeah, with you, mopeds like, have pedals. Okay, well I don't know what it is. <laughs> all right, but it was another bike, and we kept talking like, oh yeah, we'll get out there, but. Both of us are like, I'm not going to go out there and race with all these other people in their go-karts, you know, and roll cages and that divine yeah. crap, you know? Yeah. So uh, eventually there was like a little lull, and I watched him like walk over to his bike. I'm like, oh, I'm going out. So I went out, and like we're on the track, and I had a hard time catching him, you know? Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, I didn't know. He's like, I thought you would have been blowing past me. I was like, no. It's a very small track. Like, it's hard to get up speed because you're constantly making turns. But that's good, you know? That's what makes it fun. Yeah, it looked like a good time. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, it looked like a whole bunch of different different machines, like different ways to go about it. Oh, yeah. The the vast majority, uh, I'm saying the wrong word, vast differences in each cart was pretty cool. There yeah. was a couple of guys that showed up in the head, like, matching carts. Yeah, and and they were out there ripping it, and uh, I think one of them rolled at some point, but I wasn't there for that. Um, but yeah, they were they were some pretty cool carts out there. Chris Zepp had his cart there that ran pretty good. Did he have a motorcycle there too? I thought I saw. Yeah, I think that was uh, the guy who works with him. I I don't know his name. I don't know that guy. Um, but he had a little Honda there. Oh, I should know his name. Yeah, I should too. I know I've heard it a thousand times listening to Chris on his stories. Um, and even Lucas told me who it was. And I was like, yeah, I've never met him. Um, but yeah, he had a bike there. I never saw it on the track, though. And then Zep had, oh, yeah, no, he had like a mini, like this mini little trail bike, like like a 50cc, like tiny thing. Yeah. And he was ripping that around the the track. And then he goes to stop at one point and it laid down. Not a problem or anything. It wasn't that big a deal, but he kind of like dropped the bike because the bike's tiny, you know? So Chris is not a huge guy, but he's a little too big for this bike. Yeah. And it went down and he just kind of like let it go and like uh, just let it go down. And he broke the brake handle, so he couldn't oh. ride it anymore. Um, made, made me think, of, you ever see the guys on the pocket bikes? Like there's yeah. actual like pocket bike, bike racing out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... uh just these huge, well, not huge. It's hard to get the scale because these bikes are tiny. And then these people like 
their hands are at their ankles and they're trying to steer. That's all yeah. I think of. Well, that's what I, that's what I figured when I saw your saw first saw your bike when you I was like it's gonna that's what it's gonna look like when he gets on it. it seemed to fit you pretty good. Yeah, no, it's bigger than you think. But the bike I had, like that style bike, um, years ago when I worked at uh, a bar, uh, there was two guys in the kitchen. It was me and another guy, and the bartender was a videographer, and we were going to. He wanted to do a thing where he was going to get a like a minivan and a driver, and we were going to go across country with me and to- and this guy Tommy on these two little like pit bikes. And we talked about it. We had the whole thing mapped out, but you couldn't at the time. We couldn't get them titled, so we never did it. But we were going to go across the country on these two little bikes, and he was going to video the whole thing. When Harry met Lloyd, pretty much, yeah. But it it was going to be two bikes, not one bike. It would have been fun. But now there's ways to get them registered and insured. You could actually do it. Yeah, it seems seems like there's a big culture in those like those smaller bikes now. Like you got the, oh, the scoot, well, yeah, the scooter gangs. We got scooter gangs down here. Well, it's as a joke. They're not actual gangs. It's just the, all the high school kids run together. And when I drop my daughter off at the high school, it is hilarious to see. Like, there's like 50 of these things at a school. At the school, it's just ridiculous. My dad's in a scooter gang. Ah, uh, yes, <laughs> I forgot about that. the Chaos Club. It's called. Chaos. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, he's got a 50 cc thing. Yeah, he's and that, now too, they've got the uh, uh, Honda's got the Ruckus, which is their scooter. They've got a Grom. They call it a Grom. Yeah. I believe it's a 125, so. It is. And they have a monkey, which is the one I want. Oh, is that the one that's, it doesn't really land here. It's more like you have to import it or something? No, I can get it here. Oh, can you? Maybe not in Canada, but it's basically a Grom that looks just like my CT70. Well, it looks like a, a larger version of a monkey from back in the day, which was a little smaller than my bike, my it it would have been smaller than my CT70, but now they make a 125 version and they call it a monkey and it's Grom sized, and I want one. Oh, yes, sir. There it is. In Canada as well. Yeah, been around a couple of years here. Yeah, it's basically a naked Grom. Yeah, the pipes are different. Yeah, well, it's got it's got a kind of a, a scrambler look, I guess. Yeah, more vintagey feel. Yeah, I want to get one. I want to get rid of my CL450 and get one of those. Yeah, it looks like a fun little bike. I bet. I've always contemplated, well, not that small, but I'd like to have a, another, I'd like to have another bike that would be like that little black, about, like a round, yeah, roundabout, I always call them bar hoppers, but I don't bar hop, too old bar hop. Yeah. <laughs> but the idea would be something you can just hop on and just rip around. Yeah, it would be fun. I don't know if I'll actually get one. Stars need to align for me to get one. Oh, you need one. If I sold my CT70, I could. That little one is worth more than the big one. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, yeah, it is. It's, I should it's, get rid of it now because I know that that, that, that worth is going to go away. Yeah. Because it's only worth so much now because all the people who wanted it when they were a kid can now afford it. And then eventually they're going to be like, yeah, I don't want that. Like, I'm in the sweet spot now where... I want to get rid of it now. It's the time to get rid of it. Yeah, it definitely is. 
Oh, and the the way the markets are with everything too, like it's ridiculous what they'll give you for a used bike right now. Well, I would have to sell that one privately, but yeah. Yeah, but even still, like what the dealership will give you, it still drives the price up of what you can get private. So yeah, it's crazy. Everything's crazy these days. But yeah, the event was fun. I'll probably go back next year. He puts on a fun event. Yeah, I had a little FOMO, but at the same time, 20 hours of driving for three, four-hour events kind of. Oh, it's not worth that. Yeah, it's a great time. But I would say if it was four hours from me, I wouldn't go back. But three hours is a nice sweet spot. Three, three and a half hours. Yeah. I mean, Bernie Solo drove in. Where is he from, Michigan? And he came in with his kid, and they went uh, through Canada. They went up to Canada and then crossed and then came back down. Why? It's faster. What? Yeah. I always hear Canadians always say it's it's quicker to go through the U.S. Like if you're doing a cross, like a coast-to-coast trip, they always say it's quicker to go through the U.S. I don't know. But I, well, it may depend where Bernie lives. I don't know. I, I think it's very dependent on where you're where you're going. I talked to him for a little bit about it and he was saying um last year they had to go down and around because uh somebody didn't have passport or something yet so they couldn't go that way and it would have been 15 hours and the way he went was only nine hours oh really yeah yeah well that's worth it if that's the that's the case the other way to do it is just make a weekend out of it and go to the blackthorn get a room at the blackthorn for the weekend uh which that's fair I went over there, um, we went, I don't know, I guess just after around lunchtime, like one or two o'clock, we rode over there to see Austin and we went to the Tiki bar and that was fun. There was people hanging out. But then, um, when we were leaving, like we left the track, I went back over there cause Austin was like, oh, they do like a parade thing or whatever for all the golf carts of all, of, uh, of all the people that have like, uh, the year round campgrounds with the golf carts yeah, and they decorate them up and they have like a, a parade and a competition to see who decorate. It's like a parade, like a float parade. That was pretty fun to see. Those people yeah. like that the, they make their golf cart into like the Griswold family Christmas thing. Somebody did a one for the shining and they dressed up like the red rum twins. Oh, it was kind of creepy. Uh, it up, especially one. in upstate New York. Ugh. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then somebody made a, 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 like they turned their golf cart into a tiki bar. Oh, yeah, I think I, I forget who posted it. I don't know if it was you or if it was like Lucas or Dre or somebody posted a quick video. Might have been might have been Cash, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. But Chris yeah. Cash got asked to be one of the judges for it. So we went back <laughs> over there to watch it. Um, that sounds like fun. Yeah. But when I got to the racetrack, I saw uh, Rojas's, um, as I got there early, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to show up early. So I was going to continue on and go to the milk run and grab some breakfast and come back. And I saw Rojas, uh, I saw his truck in the parking lot. I'm like, oh, let me see if he's there. So then I pulled in, and I turned around, and there was Jimmy. And I was like, oh, hey, what's up? And he's like, nothing. He's like, this town's crazy. I was like, why? He's like, oh, they're doing the parade i was like oh i was just gonna go to the milk run he's like oh don't go now you won't be back for hours right down whatever road that is 174 or something 
something. Oh, yeah. But the road that the racetrack's on was yeah. a parade. So luckily, luckily I had stopped because otherwise I would have been stuck till after the parade. Yeah, it would have been bad. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of side roads when you're when you're in East Durham. No. Can't go down the next block. <laughs> no. no, you can't. Oh, yeah, it was fun. That's coming for me. I'm a small town boy. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's ways around it if you know where you're going. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. The um, I had something I was going to say. No, I forget what it was. <laughs> and that, folks, is the end of the show. Oh, that's <laughs> what it was. And then afterwards, we went back over to the Blackthorn for the parade or whatever. And I pulled the bike out of the truck. And... uh. Like Austin's dad took it out for a ride, and then Lucas took it. Chris Cash, Austin, they were all zipping around the field. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, there's a lot of people there. Matt Sario was there. Patty Brooklyn. Um, I don't know all the usual locals. I guess that's how I should put it. <laughs> well, that's good. Kind of what? fun. Kind of fun to see them have like these uh, these smaller events do well. Yeah. Yeah. It it was cool to see, uh, like, all these kids started showing up, um, and, like, they were talking to Jimmy about the show and stuff, and the dinosaur's there. I don't know if you saw that, but the body of the dinosaur's there, and then they made a new head for it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's not the head from the show. It's just, like, plywood painted to match, like, the, the dinosaur from the show. Gotcha. But there was kids there, and then later on, uh, Jacqueline Graz showed up, um, I guess Derek was there early. He was there in the morning. So Pat Lapp didn't show up. But those guys were there. And it was fun to watch them when the kids are interacting, like talking to them about the show. It was kind of weird. They're all like, you should do another episode. <laughs> oh, break that kid's heart right now. Yeah. I, yeah. I think they'd do another one if they had the opportunity. But yeah. Seems like the network's not interested. Yeah. I mean, if. If you had the opportunity to be on TV, wouldn't you take it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, depends on what it is. If it was like Fear Factor or something like that, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, it was a good weekend. Well, I, I guess a good day. Weekend still now. <laughs> yeah. Saturday was good. It, w- it was a long day, though, because I left in the morning. I came back at night, and it was long. But I'll, I'm going to do it again next year. You got to build one? Maybe. Maybe. That, well, I mean, I want to. And I even have the style I want to build. And I know the motor I, I'd put in it. And I would do it, but I need the space to do it. And I got to find a donor frame. I guess I could build my own frame. But if I have a donor, then hopefully well, I have some of the components. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it would be fun. But, I mean, it, it's tough to build one for one day a year. You know, it's not like I'm going to ride it around here that all that often. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to build one. It sounds fun. It sounds cool, but. <laughs> this is funny. So you, you got me thinking about the, uh, the engines or whatever, because you said how, uh, Beckwith had the, uh, the best, like or the biggest engine you could get. Yeah. So when I look, um, Harbor Freight has a racing engine. It says racing engine. Yeah, the, yeah, the word said two twelve or something. Two twelve ghost go kart engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what Beckwith had. It's a, it's an overhead cam, 
or overhead valves. Sort him. All the car guys will go nuts on me. Uh, I mean, you learn that. Yeah, there's. They got quite a few engines there. Well, in the high performance engines, there is three different ones. It shows two 15.8s and one 6.6 horsepower. And there's a, the just the standard horizontal shaft engines are 13, 22, 6, 8. Yeah, there's a ton. Pretty crazy how cheap you can build these carts. Yeah, even the. Uh, the six and a half is one hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. Now the twenty-two is a thousand. I don't think you'd heat a twenty-two horsepower go kart. <laughs> no, no, it's it's the twin. It's a V twin, twenty-two horse, six six hundred and seventy cc's. You mangle, you mangling kids on the on the go kart track, <laughs> just running people over. I think that track, like if you were gonna build one for a Jimmy track. I think, I don't think, I think whatever the cheapest one is, is enough horsepower for that little track. Yeah. And like you say, for a one day, a one day kind of thing. That little three horsepower, $139 one's probably enough. <laughs> what was that one? Um, Jimmy's got one there that's had the two, like almost like the really tall, narrow, or the all four wheels were like tall and narrow. That was the one he, the one he built this year. Yeah. That looked like it'd be pretty rough. It looked rough, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't run that one hard because the wheels he had were like tractor supply, like wagon wheels or something. And Yeah, I got you. And they were like ripping off, so he like filled them with CA glue to get them to stick on there. <laughs> he, had, he had ordered replacement ones, like better ones, but he wanted that look. Uh, but the better ones didn't show up in time. So he kind of yeah. took it out a little bit. Um, he would tool around on it, but it wasn't wasn't one of the ones that was ripping around. It was more of a statement piece than that. Yeah, I got you. But that coffin one he built last year, this was the first year I saw it in person, and it's pretty dope. It rips pretty good. Yeah, and it just looks pretty cool and menacing. Like, <laughs> it looks like it could cut, cut some ankles Yeah, with that front bumper. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, he said, I didn't talk to him much, but I asked him about it. I was like, has anyone, has anyone been out on this? He's like, no. He's like, I did cut my shin on it. <laughs> I think that was the only words I said to him all weekend. Nice. But yeah, it was, uh, I, I don't know what my favorite cart was that was there. I do like that dune buggy one. That mini dune buggy one. Yeah, That's I don't think I saw that one. Yeah, it's mostly accurate. That's who brought that one. Okay. It just looks like one of those Manx dune buggy bodies. Did you ever see when they take the old Volkswagens and they put the fiberglass dune buggy body on it, like open on the top? Yep. It's that, but in go-kart form. It's pretty cool looking. <laughs> that, but a quarter the size. Yeah. Back yeah. with, if he, can, if he can get that thing back running pretty cool, it would be... Uh, an interesting build with that weird that that weird back part yeah i did see that he's got he's got the track width set right like he's got his front end is really wide so yeah. it's stable and the back end's narrow so it'll kick out and yeah look look like it'll, it it would rip uh nick from uh tech ed fireman he had a couple there um 
and he had this one he's ripping around the track and I'm trying to get photos of him and uh it looked cool because it was painted like the golf livery like I, if you're in the racing it's like that teal with the orange oh yeah like golf uh yeah like oil. the gas station yeah or the oil yeah um it it gave off that kind of vibe and it was like a wide it looked like an old school racer one not the new school racing go-karts but like an older school one and he was ripping around the track and it was him and his kid or something they're ripping around the track and he hit one of the tires hard oh really hard and he he like he broke the chain off and i was like oh man that's but he was able to fix it and get it back out there yeah it seems like everybody that was from what i saw well from what i saw seemed like everybody that was out wanted to wanted to rip they wanted to go so it was yeah it was fun well, when you have art in there with two motors ripping around the thing, it's a... Uh, I wonder how that works. I don't know how that works. I mean, I talked to him a little bit, and I, I looked at it and stuff, but, like, I guess you got to have them timed perfectly, right, in tune. Yeah, they'd have to be pretty uh, pretty good. And does two motors really give you that much more, or is it just the cool factor? I think it's it could be the cool factor. It's definitely cool. I mean, I've seen it, I've seen it in, like, the monster truck kind of world where you have like you have a pusher and a puller like you'll have one drivetrain runs the front one drivetrain runs the back yeah do things like that and actually i have seen it too there was there's uh they have like the two the 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 two of them come together into a like a jack shaft in the center and then that drives the wheels i think it was maybe not a jack shaft maybe a new transmission or something but two engines running the whole system yeah, I saw the old like the old dragsters where they used to have like two side by side of the Hot Wheels type cars. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's thought the, that was just really for show, right? Yeah, I've seen the. Uh, well, you, you ever seen the the tractor pulls? Oh yeah, those guys they'll run multiple engines together. Yeah, torque they, monsters. Yeah, running like four V8s, and they're all they're like two in the front, two in the like not in the back, but just. Yeah, two behind it. Yeah. yeah, two behind, and yeah, those things just breathe fire. It's awesome to watch. Yeah. I don't want to do anything like that. I just want to build a cool looking car. Yeah. I don't watch the tractor pull in ages. I got a buddy that does it. Uh, he'll pop up on my social medias every now and then, and I'll watch him do it. Yeah, there's a big one um, up up where my parents are. There's a old home week. They do one there. That's in one town, and the next town over has a. I think it's even bigger, and they'll have uh, they'll have one there as well. I've just never made it. I don't understand it. Honestly, bring hearing protections. All I can say. You ever watch like on Instagram or something like when you get the diesel runaway on like the trucks on a truck pull, and then the diesel. No, I haven't seen a runaway, but, but yeah, I've seen. I guess I've seen them detonate. So yeah. Yeah, that's always scary. Yeah, I can't imagine. of danger that makes it so fun. I can't, yeah, I can't imagine. Well, you ever, I mean, we've all all probably seen the video of the guy on the dyno, guy standing outside the truck and it just fully, just, well, explodes, it doesn't, didn't implode. It disintegrates, holds the front end of the truck in half. Yeah. But you're dealing with, you're dealing with some serious horsepower there. Yeah. It was uh, it's some crazy stuff what people do. 
It's like when you're watching one of those like burnout competitions or something and the and the tire blows and it's a fiberglass body and it just explodes the back of the car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's become a big thing now. A lot of What's people that? do that. The burnout comps. Yeah. It was funny. I was leaving the Blackthorn and Austin goes, you know, uh, our bike event is in September. <laughs> I'm loading up my little CT70. I was like, this thing doesn't belong here for that. But Nate, how long of a drive would it be for you on the CT70 from your what, place get... to the Blackthorn? How long would it take me? It, see, I could... You don't have highway speed. I don't have highway speed. So it's 180 miles at roughly 30 miles an hour because anything faster than that on that thing is scary. <laughs> so whatever that math works out to be, however many hours it is. Six hours. Six hours. Yeah. You say 30 miles an hour, 180 miles. Yeah. But a... that thing's 1970. So, how many years old is that? Is that what, 53 years? Yeah. So, I'm sure it's 1970 suspension because when you're riding it, it's like, woo, woo, woo. Like, it's <laughs> so soft. It's almost like being in a pre runner truck, you know, where like when you gas it. Yeah. As it sits down. Yeah. yeah. It's like that. But I don't know. It needs a little work, but eventually. Probably need some different tires. Yeah. I am I joined uh, on Facebook a bunch of them, like CT Modder groups or CT 70 groups. Gotcha. And there's all these different, like, parts houses and everything. So I don't know if I'm going to keep it or sell it or what, but uh, if I keep it, I may swap out, the like, the handlebars and the grips. and <laughs> a, lot, a lot of guys change out the wheels. Um, on them makes it a better ride with the different wheels. Oh, okay. So they're spoke wheels right now, are they not? No, it's like a mag wheel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, then there's the guys that like try and make them real fast and they get them up to like, like 50 miles an hour and stuff. <laughs> they get them real fast, 50 miles an hour. Well, that's what they run it around town with. Like that's how they're driving. Like. This oh, thing, I got you. It I, has, it it has more. Yeah, I've got mine going really fast. I think fifty was the top, but uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it <laughs> at all. So I guess with these different wheels they put on them, it, it I guess it feels more balanced because the wheels are tiny, right? Yeah, but thirty miles an hour, it feels like you're going one hundred and twenty. You know, well they're doing a lot of RPMs, <laughs> a lot of revolutions to get that kind of speed. Yeah, so, um, and then guys lower these things, and it's weird what people do. I don't do any of that. I just want to have a good time. Well, it's like my bike. There's people who've done a lot of stuff to that bike that I have, and I've done nothing. I put different floorboards on it for the pasture, and that was it. Yeah. Bone, st- bone stock. Well, there's two, two different schools with everybody, you know, people who like to mod stuff and people who just want to use stuff. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, <laughs> how about how about we thank them, the patrons, patrons. How about we thank those patrons, Tony? Here we go. We got Corey of Odyssey CNC, Christy of Twisted Twine, Annette of Five One Three Woodworks, Full Steam Designs by Chris Powell, Lillian Archer Photography, David Beckwith Makes, NB Woodfinery. Our top tier we have Eastbroke Studios, Danelle Smith Crit. Danelle Smith Christian, Brian Drennan, 
LawrenceMaritimeNiceSupply.com, EdJohnsButtJoints.com, Adam of Uncle Sam Metalworks, Vincent Ferrari of Digitally Creative, Brian Housewart of Work For Podcast, Artigino Sorio, Matt of Wooden Mustache, Brad of Brad's Customs, David and Joanna at Wido Works, Chad of Chad's Custom Creations, Ryan of Gnome Hammer Forge, David of DW Wood Builds, Matt of First Duke Construction, and Tony of Kodamo Design. Thank you, everyone. We really do appreciate your support. Yes, thank you. It's fantastic what all of you folks are doing, every last one of you. So in other news, outside of that, I have been making progress on my Maker Swap item. I had to think about that. I almost said, make what you fear again. Again. <laughs> yeah. 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 I have not, but I will. Yeah. I have off tomorrow, so I'm hoping I can get out in the shop with some energy uh, and knock it out. Probably, I'll probably be 70% done then. Yeah, I got a good idea what you're making, but... I, I'm making a toolbox. <laughs> I don't think so. I think we've talked about this before. I was on uh I was on In the Shop Live on Thursday. Uh I did a little maker swap Yes, I saw that. I was I, I saw that you were on it after that it happened because I was on for a few minutes but I was at work so I didn't have time to, you know, sit at work and spend an hour on in the shop. So but then yeah. I, I came back for lunch and noticed that you were in the credits. I'm like, ah, and tell me a thing he used to. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I talked to Lucas like two weeks ahead of time. We talked about going on and then they changed up their whole format with less interviews and stuff. So I just figured I was going to be washed away. And then I'd say around eight 30, he's like, are you ready for tonight? I'm like, what? I didn't know what was going on. So, <laughs> but I only came on for like to, just to talk about the swap, just to get the, Ball rolling on it. Get the word out. That's good. But yeah. So yeah, the toolbox is coming along. It <laughs> should be cool. Or as most of the people in my comment section call it, the uh, walnut firewood. Artisanal firewood. Looks like kindling. What if I call it firewood? Nah, it's coming together. <laughs> yeah. Should be cool. Oh, the other thing I've been working on is I did that brass etching. Did you see that? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. Yeah, no, I did. That looked pretty good. Came out pretty good. I know where I went wrong, so I know how to fix it. So I'm going to keep... Went wrong? How did it go wrong? I didn't see. It looked good from the 15 seconds I paid attention to it. Yeah. (laughs) That checks out. No, I mean, it worked out. It worked out, but uh, for what I want to use, like, that was just like a test piece, practice piece. Something I got around with some different stuff. Good for most people, just not good enough for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, I did um, uh, a couple other test pieces. Like I use my wife's logo on some, and I got a real deep etch it in on those. So I'm pretty stoked about that process. Got some projects coming up I'm going to use that for. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Fun times. Fun times. You got anything else? Should we head on over to the after show? Uh, I don't have a whole lot. Um, I did find out this week that when I'm lifting for July, so the week before, or I'm lifting on the 23rd of July for the Centrals. Nice. So 
that's a Sunday. So it kind of changes my plans a little bit. I'm in the morning flight, so um, I'll be done hopefully by two. But then I got an eight-hour drive home because I got to work on Monday morning. <laughs> so um, I think uh, I think me and one of my daughters are going up. She's going to do the the um, how we worded this handling. So she'll hand in the cards and like when I do my attempts, like I'll do my attempt. She'll give them the next the next attempt with on the card to say next attempt will be like 210 kilos and then they hand it in kind of thing nice so we'll uh is this national this is not nationals this is no this is regionals. this is regionals which is centrals um so normally i would do easterns but my schedule doesn't allow me to do easterns and i uh i looked at the list i believe i am the only masters 120 competing so so you'll be coming in first and last in your class basically yes night yeah but i only will get a first place medal yeah that that's if i looked at it right and i I didn't see any anyone that was a 120 masters so but it'll be good um kind of been a weird prep but i'll get there and i'm not looking to crush anything right now i'm looking to just kind of keep moving and get built up for next year so good stuff so yeah that's it for me for this week everyone set your calendars for july 21st to send a good luck message to tony on his instagram yeah we all know how much he loves messages yeah well i lift on the 23rd set your (laughs) reminders for the 22nd of july that's woodland iron ah all right with that i say we head on over to the after show for the patrons. If you are a patron, you're already entered. If you want to be in, you can get in on the Gnome Hammer uh, waffle, uh, or you can go to Gnome Hammer Forge, check out his page. He's got links in his bio, and you can get it all that way. Um, all that stuff, which you guys already know what that is. Um, another thing is Dead Rise Woodcraft. He's doing a fundraiser for Orphans of the storm which is uh animal shelter that he's trying to help out he had the whole collective of treescapes that they were doing and there are a ton of other prizes you can get if you go over to dead rise woodcrafts on uh instagram he's got how to donate to the organization and then screenshot and send him stuff and all that it's eat it's it's like 30 seconds uh but there's a plenty of prizes from the maker community going into that. And it's a good cause. So go support one of our friends. Um, and with that, if you want to find Tony, you can find him at Woodland Iron. I'm at Blackthorn Concepts. Both of us can be found at Working Hands Podcast on Instagram, Working Hands 3 on TikTok, or Working Hands Podcast at gmail.com. With that, we're heading over to the after show. Later. Later. <laughs>